0: Uh, Hello, Scientist fans. Welcome to today's podcast, where we'll be discussing the topic of genetics in everyday lives. Today, we have a very special guest, Dr. Maria Shahrour. Thank you for being with us today. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Uh, Dr. Maria Shahro received her undergraduate degree in biology from the American University and obtained her PhD in Molecular and Human Genetics from Baylor College of Medicine. She joined the Harvard Medical School and Boston Children's Hospital as a postdoctoral fellow and is currently working at the Eugene McDermott Center for Human Growth and Development and the Department of Neuroscience at the University of Texas Southwestern Medical Center in Dallas. Our first topic will be about genetic diseases and diagnosis. Can you please let us know how genetic tests are done?
1: Yes, uh, definitely. So um, just for a quick uh, sort of definition, genetic tests are these types of medical tests that can identify a change in a person's uh, chromosomes or genes so that you can uh, either confirm or exclude a suspected genetic condition and then help that individual to determine their risk of Um, developing a specific genetic disease or um, their chances of passing it on to their children. Um, A genetic test is performed on a biological sample that is taken from the individual, and the most common samples are um, usually blood or uh, saliva or a buccal swab. Um, And then the sample is processed to um, isolate the DNA or sometimes proteins, depending on the suspected disorder. Um, and then afterwards, um, there are several methods that can be used to process that sample. Um, so the first one is a molecular genetic test and, or a gene test. And this is what we typically think of when we think of genetic testing. Um, in this method, there's either a single gene or um, a small part of that gene that is being tested to look for any um, what we call variations or these are changes in that uh, in the sequence of that gene or part of the gene um, and we call them mutations so um, other tests you know instead of looking at a single gene they look at multiple genes and they're called uh, panels of genes or panel testing um, and then also there are uh, types of molecular testing that look at all of the genes in an individual's genome and um, these are called clinical exome sequences so um, yeah, so that's the most uh, sort of typical uh, genetic testing that's done. Um, there, there's another method where um, that's called chromosome testing and you look at uh, an entire, chromo- you look at all the chromosomes of an individual um, to try to find whether there's a, a big um, piece of a chromosome that's lost or there's an extra big piece of a chromosome or you know sometimes more complex situations where a piece is inverted. Uh, and this is called chromosomal testing, and then um, the third part is a biochemical test, and that's what I mentioned. You know, sometimes proteins are isolated uh, because here you are either looking for the amount or the activity of a specific protein, and uh, you know this is uh, typically uh, these are known to be associated with. Um, uh, a specific genetic disorder, you know, where a mutation led to a change in a particular protein's uh, amount or activity levels um, causing this uh, particular disorder. So these are like the most uh, common types. And the first one, the molecular genetic testing is really what we
0: think of um, yeah. when we think about genetic testing. They all seem very important in detecting diseases. And I have a question about the chromosome testing um, yeah. because it t- that tests the entire chromosome. Can genetic tests predict all diseases?
1: Um, so uh, genetic tests, um, yeah, so, so far we have Thousands, actually, over 10,000 uh, different genetic tests that uh, are being performed. The vast majority are actually targeted uh, towards finding either you know, mutations in a single gene or this panel of genes that I mentioned. So, um, But for diseases where we don't actually know what the causative gene is or what the causative mutation is, we can't um, you know, design a genetic test. And so for these situations, um, you know, obviously there's no genetic test uh, that can be done. Uh, And then another situation where genetic tests um, don't, you know, they can't accurately predict the disease is uh, for the situation of what we call common diseases. Mm -hmm. Um, So these are more complex because um, they're thought to involve many, many, many small, mild mutations uh, in the entire genome that, you know, when you combine them together, they give rise to this particular condition. So there isn't really an accurate genetic test uh, for these types of conditions, what we call common disease. All
0: right. Um, listening to all uh, the information about genetic tests and uh, mutations and stuff, I, I wonder, how, how, are genet- how are diseases passed on from parents under genetics? Yeah.
1: Yeah, so um, they um, can be passed down uh, in families through several um, different patterns. So one is what we call um, an autosomal dominant, or just dominant for simplicity, uh, uh, mode of inheritance. And in these cases, you know, you just need one mutation in uh, um, a mutation in one copy of a particular gene to manifest the disease. So in families, sometimes you have uh, a parent who has a dominant uh, mutation and passes that on to uh, 50% of their children. And then in other cases, these dominant mutations can be new and arise in the offspring. Uh, and then the other type is uh, autosomal recessive. So in this situation, you need mutations in both copies of the gene to manifest the disease. And here you need both parents to be carriers. So each parent will have one copy of the mutation, or a mutation in one copy of the gene, and then they pass it down uh, to their offspring, and there's a 25% chance of um, an offspring having the disease. Uh, And then there are also uh, what we call X-linked disorders, and these are due to mutations in genes that are present on the X chromosome, and they can also be X-linked dominant or X-linked recessive. You know, in the dominant, you just need one copy to be mutated. In the recessive, you need both copies. Um, And these are the most uh, sort of um, typical ways or patterns of inheritance. Um, And uh, I should also add, sorry, there are also mitochondrial diseases. So um, they arise due to mutations in the mitochondrial genome, not the nuclear genome.
0: Well, the mitochondrial diseases seem interesting. I've never heard about that before um yeah. after listening on genetic uh, t- like uh, from parents and stuff how wh- what are the advantages of genetic testing and why should we do it
1: yeah so there are many possible benefits for genetic testing i think um uh, you know whether your result is positive or negative there's a benefit because you know first of all it's providing this sense of um reassurance and relief from the unknown you know so now you have an answer and um it also helps people make informed decisions about their healthcare. You know uh, whether you know if it's a positive result, then you will know an, a genetic um, mutation and genetic disease is confirmed. You can seek you know treatment or um, uh, a particular um, care uh, plan for this genetic disorder. And if the results are negative, then you know okay, I don't need to be pursuing uh, this anymore. You know maybe I have something else. Um, Then, of course, there's a benefit of helping individuals uh, to make decisions about having children. So if I know that I'm a carrier for a particular disease, then I will know what my chances are of actually passing that on to my uh, future children. Uh, And then, of course, um, you know, there's newborn screening, which is very, very important. There are certain disorders that, you know, if you detect them in a newborn, um, you prevent the development of, uh, of more severe diseases. Um, so these are some of the sort of uh, advantages
0: yeah okay connected to the question of uh, genetic testing because we've been discussing it for a while uh, how important is uh, genetics in family planning and how does genetic testing help family planning
1: yeah exactly so this is um, this has to do with either you know um, testing for uh, condition, whether you're a carrier of the condition, then you can decide, okay, if I have a 25% chance of passing on a recessive disease to my children, uh, do I want to take that risk, for example. Um, another one is, you know, you have uh, tests that can be done during pregnancy um, to determine if the very early on during pregnancy to determine if the um, fetus carries any genetic disorders. So it, it essentially can benefit in uh, prevention or monitoring or thinking about treatment options and, you know, um, making those decisions about having future children um, and also, you know, newborn screening. So, that,
0: yeah. All right. That's uh, all, everything you discussed and very interesting and amazing. And thank you for taking the time to be with us today and discussing the questions about this topic and this topic in general. Thank you for being with us today, Dr. Maria Shul.
1: Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure and I enjoyed talking to you. Thank you. Enjoy talking to you too. Thanks.